0: I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirituality. We believe in personal growth through business success, and we have a wonderful example of this today. Uh, Brandon Beecham is a not, not only a serial entrepreneur, but he also has a podcast called Positive Head uh, with over 15 million downloads, and uh, Brandon's going to share his story, by the way, about how he built up a company. In a short period of time, it was on the eve of a $30 million exit, and then it blew up with one phone call. And then how that put into his trajectory of where he is today, uh, again, with his uh, Positive Head podcast and many other things that he's doing right now, too, as well. Um, But this is the core and the essence of business meets spirituality, uh, about combining the two. And so we have a wonderful conversation. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. So Brandon, thanks so much for being on uh, today. We're super excited to have you. I love all the work you're doing uh, with your podcast, Positive Head. And I love the fact that you have um, an archive of over 1,400 podcasts to help people inspire them and make changes in their life. What I would love and kind of getting to know you a little bit, I'd love to hear, our audience would love to hear a little bit about your journey, um, your hero's journey into how you got into kind of dedicating your life to kind of bringing this kind of change or inspiration into people um, through your podcast and, you know, ultimately your, the the book that you have coming up as well too. So um, jump into your journey. I'd love to hear it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to share. So my entrepreneurial journey has been an interesting one. And, you know, I, I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life and, you know, had a lot of uh, failing forward, I, I guess you would say. Yeah. Uh, my first sort of win uh significant win was 10 years 10 2010 2011 i was on my friend's couch i just had sort of a failed venture and i was like you know i have been committed to um understanding you know understanding as i like to say the ultimate nature of reality and yeah. consciousness and tapping you know on my own spiritual journey journey for well now like 25 years and so here I was you know what 10 years ago nine years ago where I'm like okay you know mid-30s on my friend's couch not certainly not a success by societal standards yet I had you know I knew I who and what I actually was and I was not defined by these things and they were actually reflections of me in some way shape or form and I was ready to call in greater abundance and of course it was a, it was a great experience and lesson for me. And even though the external circumstances, uh, in indi- the, indi- all indications are to the contrary, I knew my value was not based off of my su- success or lack thereof up to that point. Um, and
0: so, you know, how, I, I you was able to ask you a quick ju- question there. How did you know sure, that? Sure. How did you know that? Like, cause I think that's such a, yeah. that's such a wonderful way to say that. Like, how did what did you know in there? Yeah. Sorry.
1: You know, yeah, I'm glad you interjected. Uh, So 25 years of really looking at, you know, I always say we teach best what we most need to learn. And I would, (laughs) I started, I started reading, you know, a lot, you know, books like Conversations with God and, you know, um, so many. But, you know, just tapping into this idea that... I'm one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things. There's only one of us in the room. Everywhere I go, I'm there waiting for myself. The separation between us is an an elaborate illusion. I'm literally talking to me and another avatar. And so, you know, when I started exploring these ideas conceptually, it was like I can only attribute it to perhaps that it's my dharmic path to do what I do now, which is helping other people to re dash member, come back together. And uh, so I was just lit up about it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, of course, this is, you know, I was, I was raised conservative Christian and, you know, it was like, as soon as I started exploring some of these ideas, it's like, oh my gosh, how is everyone not geeking out on this? How is everyone not seeing this? It's like, you know, this time it's like the, the, the late nineties, mid to late nineties. And I'm like, you know, talking to anyone who would listen about it. And then of course, it's one thing to understand it theoretically. And it's a whole nother thing to put it into practice and, and, you know, uh, practice what you preach so to speak. Uh, So, you know, I'd had a long time up to that point of just being passionate about the topic and and slowly but surely getting better at implementing these concepts and when, you know, um, how I would deal with challenges and all these things. So I'd come to a point where it's just like, I'd seen enough. You know, I always say, it, you know, never get relationship advice from someone who's had the worst relationships you've ever seen. It's like evidence is sort of in the results that it gets you. And so I'd slow, slowly seen like really, really great results. Um, and I, I realized that there was, you know, there were still some old ideas that crept in that maybe led to my current circumstances and that there's a lot more to what manifests beyond it. it I actually break this down in my new book, the golden key, um, sort of how we create reality. It's, 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 it's there's so many factors that are playing in it can be other lifetimes it can be your vibrational offering last week last month today you know it's like it's a hodgepodge of things that that lead to the results that we're seeing immediately so i i was i guess confident enough in you know what i believe to be the ultimate nature of reality and my own self worth just as a being that i was like i'm going to continue to hold this vision universe i need i am calling in more abundance i deserve it i am worthy you know, I am being it vibrationally, regardless of what, be it to see it, I like to say, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to pay any attention to what's happened in the past. It's all about from here forward. And it eventually, you know, I believe the universe finally gets okay, Brandon, fine. You know, you're relentless. And, and so I, I end up, you know, down a path of, um, creating a travel company. Uh, and it goes from me to, you know, hundred plus employees and a couple, maybe Four years, three years. It was a definite roller coaster. Ink, you know, Ink fastest growing private company in 2015 uh, in the U.S. and um, and it was it was definitely a hero's journey because as I just mentioned, I had this vision of I am worthy of a lot more abundance than I've currently had, and I also had this thing that I played out where it was like a little bit of energy of like scared someone would take something from me or like you know sort of like I had a business partner who would. Uh, always call me like a conspiracy theorist, you know, like, Oh, you know, and I'm, I really have none of that for the most part at this point in my journey, but then I really did. And it was interesting how it all played out because, you know, I went to, I I started the company and then I brought in my brother real quickly, a, a best friend about a year in and then about 4 years in we brought in a guy who had run a billion dollar organization and exited and he was the big wig you know exact that we were the scrappy entrepreneurs and he was a bit older and so we brought him in to take us to an exit and he came in and it instantly changed the dynamic him you know it's me and my brother the the, the best friend and now this fourth guy well the best friend once the fourth guy came in it, it they became like two peas in a pod I was really in this spiritual stuff now at this point. And, and so it, it became apparent me and the, the new guy who was going to take us <laughs> to the exit. were not quite, we, he represented Mitt Romney yeah. to the Catholic community in the 2012 election to give you an idea of he yeah. was the, the man, you know, yeah. and yeah. I, here I am this weird, you know, entre, entrepreneur slash hippie slash, you know, spiritual teacher slash, you know, he didn't know what to make of me. Yeah. And so, we really started butting heads a, a little bit. And and so it made sense. Okay, I'm going to step aside. I, I helped to start this thing, but you, you take it to the exit and I'm going to go focus and start a podcast. And actually, so my friends and family's ears can stop bleeding hearing me talk about all this stuff and, you know, I can find others. And so uh, awesome. I stepped away to do that. And, you know, he, he got us to the point where we, we got an offer to be bought out um, for about $30 million dollars. Within twelve hours of that offer, we lost ninety percent of our revenue. We were doing vacation rentals through Booking.com, um, and so six months of due diligence with the company was going to buy us. Within twelve hours, these two events happened. Well, how, and it was like, what happened? I just got to know, like, what? Well, what? Okay, well, yeah, yeah. So, is um, so we were doing rentals for um, vacation ownership timeshare uh, Wyndham is the biggest timeshare developer and hotel developer in the world well we were dealing with their clients and doing rental for them and you know from this my idea to now we're at a million a month in rental or whatever we're doing and it's they didn't like us playing in their sandbox they're not notoriously a very nice company and they so the third partner this last year by the way we we spoke a little bit about ego uh, when you're on my podcast and this this third partner him and the fourth there was a very much a like the the ego and and manipulation energy that came up from the the, the these two together and now here i stepped away and i'm the crazy guys over working on his podcast and now my poor brother this sensitive soul you know is there <laughs> with these <laughs> these guys and so the the third partner got very his ego just went yeah. you know out of control and he took it upon himself to go and actually have a conversation with Wyndham about what we were doing, and which brought it all to light for them. They didn't realize how big we were. They then went to um, PricelineBooking.com at the time and said, look, we want to have a, a, a stronger relationship, partnership with you guys. And that new agreement is going to entail you no longer doing rental with these guys. So. Wow. That's how that imploded. You um, got that. So, was that an
0: email? So, was that a call? Like how?
1: Just, it, it came, I think it came in, a, in the form of, I didn't receive the call. I, I, th- I think it was a call. Yeah. Um, it would have probably been a call because Booking was not happy about it. They didn't want, I mean, we were doing great business with them. We had yeah. broken the record in Orlando, the most travel to vacation destination in the US, were the most bookings in a single day on the biggest online travel agency site, booking.com in the world, you know, we, we, we're we doing really crushing it for them. Wow. And Wyndham owns one in four hotel chains, <laughs> you know, they're the biggest hotel developer in the world. So, um, so, so here, here's the next part of the, the hero's journey tale. So let me back up a little bit, a few months before this, the, the the best friend now egomaniac, um, uh, you know, guy, <laughs> I, I did spend some time with him, uh, for the first time in, in quite, quite a while, just a few months before. And I remember him asking me, he said, Hey, you know, Brandon, you've started this new thing, this new podcast, and it's starting to go kind of well, you know, uh, you know, cause as of now it's like, it's done pretty well. It's been top five in spirituality uh, on That's Apple that. iTunes consistently. Yeah. And it was just starting that, you know, ascent. And so he's like, Oh, it's starting to do pretty decent. You know, what if, uh, it really blows up, and our new fourth partner decides that he wants to sue you because you started it while you're still on payroll with our travel company. And it, this is how their minds worked. And, you know, I'm like, what a question, right? And I'm like, hmm. My answer to him was, well, if he were to try and take it from me, I think I would just give it to him because I'm infinitely abundant creator. And there's just so much more where that came from. Right. And this is just kind of like a ha-ha, What would you do? Yeah. Right. So now fast forward a few months. You know, 30 million dollars, oops, never mind, off the table. You just lost 90% of your revenue. Then we uncover because of a email link up we had done years earlier, that these two were planning a recapitalization after this. We get hit by this asteroid, as I like to put it. Um, they were planning a recapitalization, which did not include me and my brother, you know, and like seeing these cap tables without us. On it at all. And here I'm we're the founders. You yeah. know what I mean? We yeah. we gave them their equity. Yeah. And the third partner, we had just sold some months before, and the only one who made seven figures by selling a little bit of equity. I sold a little bit thinking our, our company's skyrocketing. So I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna hold well to mine. Yeah. He took the lion's share, and of course, then it all implodes a few months later. So I basically, in this moment, we uncovered that what they were, you know, we're already, you know, limping around, had a very tough year because their energy had shifted things so much. Uh, The the fourth guy in his defense did get us to the exit, right? That he promised. Um, And so I, I went back and I said, December 24th, 2015, I said, I've uncovered what you're trying to do in an email. I've uncovered what you're trying to do to my third partner, you know, push us out. You don't have to do that. You can just have what's left. We just want to release to be away from you guys. The energy was so foul yeah. and nasty. Did you have any and,
0: role at all in the company during this or were you just mainly doing me head? at this point? I'd kind
1: of stepped out other than, you know, uh, there were basically four equal shareholders, yes. is, yeah. you know, um, and you know, it all started with me though. And I literally yeah. delved it out like candy, know. you know? Yeah. And, and so here's, here's where it gets really good. So I always say, this is like my hero's journey tale, uh, and I've shared this many times over my podcast over the years. My, one of my favorite guests I've had is Dr. Eben Alexander. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He wrote a book called Proof of Heaven. He was a Harvard neurosurgeon and he got meningitis. And, you know, his brain went from here's the Harvard brain specialist who goes from, you know, not into anything woo-woo at all, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and all of a sudden he's on, he's he's in a coma. His brain is getting eaten alive. nothing they can do after a week the doctors say we're sorry to his family we got to pull the plug and um he's not he's not coming back his brain is fried they pull the plug he miraculously comes back and all he remembers is his time on the other side and how he was shown how things are structured why how the villains in our story are normally our best friends over there now I felt that very strong. I always remember that. And it's like, gosh, that feels so sounds and feels so true to me. I mean, I have a really wild synchronicity story with my birthday. Hmm. It's like a 10 minute tale of my dad's birthday, great grandmother, you know, it's like the insane story. story. Um, yeah, it's my dad's wow. birthday, my great grandmother's birthday. My great, great died on that day. This business partner, best friend, his baby mama and his grandmother. I met a soulmate on that birthday uh, who's what's the number boyfriend before me committed suicide on that day. His name is Anson. All my relatives with that birthday are from Anson, North Carolina. And that's not even half the story. Wow. It goes on and on. Um, so, um, I've gotten to where I just tell the abbreviated version <laughs> now cause it's It, it keeps growing. Yeah. Um, so, so, so fast forward now. So I write this email December 24th, 2015 to, to my best friend, business partner. I'm, devastated by how things have just went over the last few months and i trust the mystery one of my keys in the golden key i trust the process i I knew it was happening for me not to me and i and i said i i got the opportunity to do what i had told him months earlier i've discovered you're trying to take it you know wasn't about positive positive head like he had asked about it was about you know this and i was like look i've discovered you're trying to Push us out. Actually, you can have it. We just want to release to get away. And I, he never responded. I ended up signing shares over to someone else, and you know, and and we walked away. And we never talked again. And this is someone who had like, you know, said to me a dozen times, "You're like a brother to me. You've done more than anyone for me in my life." I'd given him. He's the only one who became a millionaire off of what I created, <laughs> you know. And and it, so it was very painful. And I, I trusted it. And so now, fast forward to. Two months ago, three months ago, I just ordered my book where I talk about this story briefly—the the villain in my story piece—and yeah. you know how they're often your best friend. And he he's called all of a sudden. I see his name pop up on my phone, and I'm like, oh my gosh, do I take this? And my my partner, and my girlfriend's like, yes, 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 take it. And I'm like, ah, I take it, you know. And he's in this elated state. He says, "Look, I've been on a." intense spiritual journey for the last couple of years. I just had a very powerful meditation where your higher self came to me in this meditation. We have much more work to do. Uh, I know this is probably sounds crazy, although I got to think who I'm talking to. So probably not. Yeah. And then, you know, he said I, something about I'm here with my friend who's a medium and intuitive and she's saying something about a book that we're supposed to do together and you know I don't write like I can barely (laughs) write an email like I'm like well I just ordered my book where you make a guest appearance like moments ago and you know it it took me a minute I you know he did most of the talking and it was like I just want to thank you for turning me on to this path all those years ago my life is completely transformed and he's one of these people he is an extremist so when he does anything he does it like to the max times a thousand and so fast forward. That was a few months ago. Uh, I decided to meet up with him on Sunday and it was, it was about six hours, seven hours we spent together. And um, that was the first five years, right? First, first time, first time I got, uh, you know, a sincere apology. Thank you. uh, You know, thank you. You know, a lot of tears, a lot of energy, a lot of processing came up. And um, he's just like, he, he went from after that to losing everything um, hundred pounds overweight. Um, since then in the last 24 months, he just, as he has away another friend offered him a part of his company who, you know, in the, in the marijuana business. And it's just like, they're just like, taking over the world essentially yeah. and so he's just crushing it now and so he's like look i just want to help you how can i help he's like he's more passionate about spirituality than i am now which is saying a lot the guy has stacks of books ram das yeah. you name it and he's just like i just create these gift packages and give them to anyone can i get 100 copies of your book like you know he's just on one he's like that that extremist and so that's that literally this story and i've been telling it up until I I trust the process and I love him from afar. I forgive him instantly. And now I have that redemption piece as of, I mean, this is the first time I've really
0: talked about it on anyone else's show because it just happened. Well, that's awesome. And I'm assuming that you, how do you feel from all of that too as well? I mean, do you feel any release or do you feel like you've- I definitely- Yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely, yeah. There's a lot. There's I, I, a lot of tears for me. A lot of energy. A lot came yes. up, you know, in that moment, and and it was it was very powerful. And I've never seen him. Here's this guy who is like could be the biggest manipulative d-bag ever and he's wearing a shirt i am loving awareness that he created and it's like <laughs> it's like and the like, last what? thing he says to me is well i spent a decade convincing everyone that you're crazy and i guess it's my turn <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome so are you guys actually going to do something together or you're not sure yet or it's kind of like uh, it remains to be
1: part. seen i i i i've always felt intuitively that there would be a redemption to this story as well yeah. and that you know we definitely our, our chemistry together is pretty potent and powerful uh, when it's you know in the right context and there's yeah. not an imbalance happening and like sort of happened at the end before yeah. um so we'll see Love it's, it. it's fresh Love so it. he's he's very much offering and he's you know he's his cash flow is through the roof in 24 months from like yeah. taking a sixty thousand dollar job to now like you know crushing it making yeah, yeah just crushing yeah. it um and so And he was like, I just want to, I want to spread the abundance. Now I get it. You know, I remember before talking about, I just want to, I want to create a lot of abundance to use money to disrupt the system, you know, to get rid of it. If, if if that's what it takes, you know, and he's like, "Uh, I don't, you know, it's just like me, 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 me at that time in his development. Now he's just like, you know, Well, I think there's an alignment.
0: I love hearing that that story, and thank you for sharing that. I I think, and and the up to up to date one, Um, you know, I think that a lot of times in business, people uh, are individuals who I think like we talked about before on, on on your podcast, where people. Once they actually start making things or they hit rock bottom or or something happens in their business life, it actually causes them to reorient differently versus just staying in kind of mediocrity. So sometimes it's the people that go, you know, real low end up kind of going all the way on the back end over here versus, you know, people who are kind of in that middle, there's not really this pressure to change as much. But mm-hmm. when you go when you go from, you know, about to get 30 million in, a, in an exit and then zero, and then you kind of just, you're out doing nothing. You kind of hit this bottom yeah. and like, you kind of accept the fact, like, how much worse can it get? Right? So it kind of almost like your ego <laughs> yeah. is kind of deflated. That almost allows you to then all of a sudden rebuild and reorient your life, but in a different yep. way to contribute. And that's, and then all of a sudden, of course, he's going to run into some sort of abundance. And that doesn't mean it's, everyone's going to be like that. Some people may go and be a spiritual teacher or some people may go and be very ordinary in life. It doesn't always happen that way, but it's, life is going to take care of life because once you're, once you're matching yourself in that nature, that's going to flow that way.
1: Yeah. It's funny too, because out of the ashes of that, had we gotten that payout, I would have probably only done things. you know, in this, in the consciousness space. Right. And because out of necessity, me and my brother formed a new travel company in the same space, a slightly different model and it's done. Okay. It certainly hasn't been the rocket ship. The previous one was, and now all of a sudden I always had the feeling. It's like, you know, our brand that just, the name is meant to be a brand. Like this is getting something's here. Like there's going to be something even bigger out of the ashes. And all of a sudden we've just gotten, Uh, Well, uh, what do you know? A partnership with the same company, Priceline, where some really cool stuff. And then a friend who built the biggest online real estate platform on the internet who exited years ago, you know, their billion plus valuation when he exited. um, He's looking at coming in as a partner and this is all happening. Wow! Interestingly, at the same time, he came back into my life as a, you know, as a, Yeah, friend again. So there's some, you know, and and, and the potential is like, oh, this could be way bigger than what that was. Um, And my brother's sort of the main point person on that project, and I, I, you know, I I, I help. We're partners, but he's he runs it day to day, and I focus a lot on on this work. So how
0: do you separate the kind of voice in your head that's derived more from the ego versus these kind of bigger moves that you know Mm. that are more intuition that are there? Because I think a lot Mm. of times it's people need to figure out like how do i know the difference right like is it is the ego yeah. or is it something i should be participating in life like how does your what is your what is your practice for that what a great what a
1: great question um you know what i found and i talk about this in the golden key uh is one of the keys is align your intentions and so I believe we're entering a new phase of development. Uh, uh, you know, there, there are cycles to everything as we've, yeah. you and I've talked about before. And it's, uh, you know, in the past, I believe <clears throat> source, higher self, God, consciousness, the universe, whatever you want to call it it, 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 it does this game of separation, unification, separation, unification. And so I believe we're at a point where we're we're, we're really starting to move into, okay, time, enough separation, enough destruction, pain, thinking everyone is, you know, thinking there's another and living a, a physical life from that vantage point. And I, I believe it, 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 in a season in the past, go back 200 years ago, hundred years ago, some of the things that work to create abundance or success, I think will become even more challenging in the, the new world that is emerging. I believe we're emerging from the COVID chrysalis right now. Yeah. Uh, I talk about it in the book where it's like the the journey of the butterfly where, you know, the caterpillar, you probably heard this, it destroys everything in its path. And then all of a sudden these imaginal cells are popping up in it. And the, the caterpillar cells are, what is this? Invader, kill it. And it does. But then another imaginal cell, then another. And what do you know? There's They start working together. And then the tide shifts. And this is where... The caterpillar cells, it's a, you know, basically starts breaking down and goes into the chrysalis. And they, they, all of the pain and destruction that the caterpillar precipitated, turn basically the caterpillar cells turn into a goo that the imaginal cells feed on. <laughs> is the fuel wow. so that it can become the butterfly. And so I believe that's what's happening right now in our society. So more than ever, if you want to know the outcome of what it is you're setting out to do, what is the intention is my intention to puff up my ego so I can look cool and have, you know, a bunch of Ferraris or whatever, you know, and not to say there's something wrong with that. If yeah. the, what is the intention? Right. Yeah. yeah um. And so it, it's certainly, you know, what is it, The Bible that says it's harder for a, Rich man to enter heaven, than the a camel to go through the eye of a the needle. needle. Yeah, I think exactly. that's a, st- yeah. a statement because it's like, oh, you have more opportunity to kind of get out of alignment. So, you know, when you're, you know, in the new world that's emerging, I I believe wholeheartedly. If you want to know the results, look at the underlying intention, and if you're always checking back in with that, and if I catch myself. In my ego or concerned what other people think, or you know, it's one of the things with me that's been an interesting journey, and you can probably relate as a podcaster. I have a lot of friends who are even my podcast is is bigger than theirs and listeners, but they're really out there in other ways, like you know, you know, um social media-wise, and you know, like hundreds of thousands or millions of followers. And I'm like, I've never focused on social media. It's never been my thing. I've never lit me up. And so it's like. And then all of a sudden, now we're in this world where everyone's judging you based off of that. So it's like a great opportunity for me to say, "Hey, check in. Where is my worth coming from? And if it's ever coming from any of these external sources, I know oh, oh, check. You know, that 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 is that is pointing." To something. So as I've retrained myself to really self-examine, I think, you know, I, from talking to you at length on my show, it's like, I know it's like you are just self-examining all the time. And so it becomes, it doesn't, it's not just, it's not like it just happens magically one day. You just start down that path. Next thing you know, that becomes your habit to really look, what, what, why is this happening for me? Why is this triggering, triggering me? Every, I started to look at everyone else as the master and me as the student. And so it's like now the guy flipping me off on the road is less about him yeah. flipping me off. He has no idea he's actually helping me to become, you know, helping me to sharpen my axe <laughs> by how I deal with and process that information coming in. Yeah. And so, yeah, that that's helped me a lot. And it's just been repetition. I mean, I started the podcast. I was like, look, we teach best what we most need to learn. I know if at least one person gets something out of this, it's worth it. And I know who that person is already. It's
0: me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. and. You know, I hear I hear a lot of um, of what you're saying is kind of the word I think of about like surrender, right? Do, have you always been in a situation where you've been able to surrender to life to kind of allow it to unfold, or when did that shift in your life?
1: It's still shifting, and yes. uh, you know, absolutely not. I've been such a fighter. You know, I'm I'm very fiery, not fighter. I've never been a fist fighter. More of like I don't, you know, I, I can get fired up, and so it's that one's been a lot of that's been a slow and steady one for me it's like okay oh i feel my temperature rising here i feel okay the only thing that matters is how i show up in this moment it's like how gracefully i walk through the fire like charles bukowski said it's like and, and so now i just really and sometimes i slip sometimes i fall off i had someone who moved i run a communal property in venice beach uh, los angeles uh, area called the mystic manor and it's i was doing retreats here pre-covid and shooting my new late night style uh variety talk show optimistic and it, it, you know a- after covid i had to pivot and so i started subleasing because it's a it's a very big big property and what do you know here comes someone with my birthday um and uh, and he's and it turned out to be one of the greatest lessons, you know, for me. I I knew something was up as soon as I found out his birthday. I like, Oh, here we go. Here we grow. Um, and he, you know, triggered me in ways I hadn't been triggered since I was 14. You know, I, I write about it in him in the book. It's like, he's simultaneously been one of the most helpful people who ever set foot here out of dozens and dozens that have spent time, you know, um, and, and also the most challenging, yeah. And it was really fascinating because I worked through, it got to a point where he was, he was tough, man. It was like, wow, if my shadow were to appear in the form of another, here it is like full on. And, but I was aware enough. And I was like, I remember I got to a point, um, this isn't that long ago over, over Christmas. And I was like, if okay, if he's not gonna leave, I, I've got to shut the whole thing down because COVID and you evicting people and you can't yeah. really get away with it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I can't spend another moment under the roof with this person. Even though I, I love them, I want to love them from afar. It. It's like yeah. way too challenging. Yeah. And so, so, um, I, and then I, you know, I had this moment and I was like, I, I thought, you know, i I surrendered. I surrendered. I was like, okay, Brandon, you put so much heart into this and now it's turned into something that you didn't envision. Time, maybe time to let it go. And that combined with also, I'd also had the thought before that of like, but Brandon, if you, If you get the message, if you get the lesson from the experience, the universe will create the natural separation. You don't need to figure out the details, how to get this very challenging, very can be strong, aggressive personality and energy. Who's like, hell no, I'm not moving out. I'm taking your room, you know? (laughs) And, uh, and so I was like, okay, if you get the message, if you get the lesson, a natural separation will occur. But I came to a moment where I, I did, I surrendered. And it was interesting in that moment, I saw like a crazy synchronicity and I knew that it would be okay. Yeah. I just, I then had the feeling like, oh, oh, I just got a great sign. Like it's going to be yeah. okay. And sure enough, you know, as he, he sort of, uh, uh, another event started un- unfolding with a lot of like agitated energy coming at me where I'd taken the bait before it's like, I, I, I just held to first, I'm only going to communicate via text. Luckily it was a holidays. I was not around him so that removed one yeah. one barrier only text okay all this insults and energy coming at me i need you to leave sorry this isn't working out all the stuff coming at me i need you to leave this i just held the vision held the vision and then all of a sudden oh things are turning i just got an opportunity in another state oh oh, this is great and all of a sudden it became great for him and and He's he out. departed yeah it it was incredible the day he left too, adam as soon as he left we had you know, and we don't get a lot of weather here, like Vermont, LA, like, you know, any drama is like exciting. Oh, it's sprinkled, you know? Um, And we had within hours of him leaving here at the Mystic Manor, it was like, and I was down the road at my parents' house about 45 minutes away. Normally the weather's identical, right? Yeah, It's raining here, it's raining there, whatever. There was like a tornado that hit here. Really? on the like the everyone who's here is like brandon we thought the walls were going to blow down i came home and much stuff was blown off my balcony down below my wow. big umbrella like and so i feel intuitively like here me and the soul have done this dance many times we're very aggressive and you know escalated and i i passed the test the boss at the end of my level you know the 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 villain in this scenario is actually a great ally who loves me so much that he's willing to play the role and in in some cases you know when you think of a villain they're actually stepping into darkness my, my favorite all-time book is called the little soul in the sun it's a children's book by neil donald walsh and it, it talks about what i believe is a story of mankind and he basically said you know goes just to summarize it's like you know, this this adventurous soul got the idea of this far out idea called forgiveness that made no sense in the perfection of eternity. And, you know, God or the sun in the God. in the metaphor, you know, the book like, ah, oh, you always were the adventurous someone. I need <laughs> you to come up with this. And then the other little, he goes, we'll create a place you go to and, you know, another soul will have to volunteer to lower their light and vibration so much that they then can do the awful thing to you so that you can have the experience of forgiveness. And it, it, it's a bu- it makes, the book makes everyone cry. I've ever seen read it. You can read it in 10 minutes. And it's like the, the another little soul steps forward and says, I love you so much. I'll play this role, but I will lose, you know, I will have dimmed my light so much in the moment I do this thing to you. Please just remember me as I am here, because if you don't remember me, I, I, I will certainly have forgotten myself and I may be gone for a very long, long time, yeah, and That's it's awesome. just such a beautiful way to paint you know this journey of you know the other the villain the 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 yeah. parent that did you wrong the you know et cetera et
0: cetera. What is your number you mentioned your birth- is your birthday the number that you kind of see resonate everywhere
1: ah you know uh july twenty eighth is my birthday, and um so you know, 37 is uh, for some reason I would just say is my favorite number uh, as a teenager, just like made it up, you know, and now all of a sudden I'm seeing <laughs> lately all this stuff about 37 and, you know, it's happened like a bunch just in the last few weeks. So, um, you know, it's, but it's different at different times. I've, I've started to notice, you know, I, I have a lot of people on my podcast where They're, you know, really deep with like, you know, shamanic, you know, I'm talking to, you know, multidimensional beings every day on the foot of my bed or in a spaceship and having these far out wild experiences. I haven't had a lot of that particular stuff myself, uh, although I'm very open to the possibility and, you know, I have no reason not to believe the person telling me I, you know, like with channeling, channeled books, for example, it's like, maybe so, maybe not. I can look at the information and see it's brilliant. So I'm going to assume you're probably up to tapping into something yes, really yeah. potent here. And, um, you know, in, in some of the cases, some of my favorite books are supposedly channeled, but, uh, for me, the, like the, the birthday thing, the synchronicity happens on like an incredible scale. Like it's mm. just, it's nuts. And so uh, sometimes it'll be numbers, Various numbers. uh the, the the number that comes to mind when I was having that surrender moment about the house was um, I saw it was three eleven, and I had three minutes, one point one miles to get to where I was going to go. That was actual sign. Now, when I started on my spiritual journey, you know, twenty five years ago, uh, I was in a band called Kundalini. Our biggest influence, one of them was the band Three Eleven. So I was still have just having my my spiritual awakening. So three eleven was actually like the first synchronicity signs I ever started to see hadn't really thought of it in years and years and years. And then all of a sudden here it is like right in my face in this very surrender type moment uh,
0: that I was having. So yeah, 828 for me is the number that I've seen it show up um, a lot in my life. Like, oh, that's very close yeah, to mine. Yeah, 728. No, it's, it's interesting. The uh, 820 is my birthday, but it's just it shows up everywhere. It's like, oh, wow, I'll be listening to uh, a book or a channel book or whatever it is, an audible. And I'll like, I'll get this, like, I'll be, I run a lot or skin a lot and, and exercise. And all of a sudden like, I'll be like, oh, that just that just hit me at a deeper level. And all of a sudden, like the mile marker will click off and I'll look down and it'll be like 828, right? Or, or like, wow. it's like, it, it's so and like the first couple of times you're like, that's nah, it, but sh- it's shown up so much when you kind of have that visceral feeling. And then there's almost like this external thing that comes in, it's like, or I'll look at the clock, the external, it'll be like 828, right? And it's just, it's yeah. like, wow, that's, there's way too, it's way too much of a coincidence to be happening um, just for those moments. And it happens when you, it's not like I'm walking around going, where's 828, where's 828, right? It's like this overwhelming feeling that comes in. And then all of a sudden the the reassurance comes in from somewhere else. Like it could be your watch. It could be, you know, somebody yelling out, Hey, we started 828 or whatever it is. Like that's happened too. And I'm like, wow, Jesus. And it's like, you know, somebody's like, Hey, you need to go back on stage. And I was like, well, what time is it? Like 828. I'm like, what? Like, it's like, you know, you hear yeah. those things and it's just, you're kind of like there. And so I've looked up the, the Bible verse of that. And I actually, there was a time not too long ago where I was interacting with somebody. I was telling him a little about this and they, and he literally pulled in the eight twenty eight Bible verse. And I was like, I actually kept the wow. email because I was like, man that was that was too much of a wow. yeah into our conversation with it so it's i think i think if people kind of get in tune with that and pay attention it may not be numbers it may be something different for somebody else but yep. if you're open to just like you said i'm open to receiving whatever's out there i think life will nudge us in a in a way that we're not in part of it it's not spiritual in the sense that it's some mystic thing it's just we're so caught up in listening to the left side of the brain talking language yep. that that's the only thing that we think is real and the reality is yep. there's a Whole bunch of other dimensions that are out there we just need to stop paying so much attention to language cuz language is beautiful but has a shadow side to it and we all get so caught yeah. up in the in the identification of language that if it's not grouped in that sense then everything else isn't real yeah
1: yeah my friend robert grant said um how did he put it um it's something to the effect of you know um what we call synchronicity or whatever it's like god's patterned encryption uh, is is available to be seen by those who are you know looking you know and uh it 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 is uh once as humans we're really good at pattern recognition once you start tuning it in this way you know, I, I I started doing that in my own life. And it's just like, I think you said something good too. It's not necessarily always this great grand spiritual yeah. meaning. I think the more when you're more aligned within your highest potential timeline, I personally believe you, you're you really in the flow of, you know, your, your greatest and grandest self. It's like, these are sort of little signposts. And it's it's, you know, you're in a universe that is, you are the lead director and actor in your own private universe, I believe. And it's, so it's like it's reflecting you back to you you know, everywhere you go, you're there waiting for yourself. And so you start to s- just see, like, there's so many more layers to the onion. And if you just stop and like, you know, and, and then of course, the more you start to connect the dots, the more dots that appear, it's that whole thing yeah. a- as well. So it, it's, it's not necessarily, yeah, it's it's just like, it's life. Oh, yep. Your life is, is reflecting you back to you. Just a little reminder in this case that it's it's all an extension of you.
0: Yeah, I love that. What does spirituality mean to you? Hmm.
1: Spiritual what does spirituality mean to me? Spirituality means remembering what we have forgotten.
0: Yeah, love that.
1: I think is yeah. yeah. It's it's just it's coming back home. Yeah. It's remembering the nature of the situation in which we find ourselves, the ultimate nature of reality. And yeah. it's 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 I can't tell i don't have more spirituality than the guy who's never even thought about any of this yeah. for a moment yeah. i'm just remembering yes. you know more in this moment and and by the way that's not at all better yeah. <laughs> it's it There's source no right is it all yeah exactly it's all necessary yeah. for the the you know the experience yeah. uh the, all the variations of experience that source wants to experience and that includes no awareness of my spirituality denial of my spirituality you know no pattern recognition no feeling connected
0: no brilliant meditations or you know I'm yeah. me- spiritual too you mentioned way earlier on and i kind of wanted to bring this up real quick is you mentioned past lives and i, I don't know if you mm. have you ever done a past life regression before
1: a long time ago i did one and it wasn't as profound for me it's like i started to have some visions of and then it was kind of like one of those things well it's like oh am i just making this up yeah. and you know of course the the thing that the person who was facilitating brought to my attention that i agree with was like well even if you're bringing it up there's something to that for you right yeah. if it's just coming straight out of your subconscious as yeah. a, as opposed to maybe your superconscious or or beyond um the veil um but uh What do you, I've had some people tell me, I've had people tell me, uh, about my, my past lives and some interesting scenarios and things like that. And that's been cool. Where do you
0: think past lives have come into play here? Mm. Great question.
1: I, I believe first off you and I, as we speak in this moment, this moment is as divine as any other moment ever has been, could be, or will be. And we are literally floating in eternity. So it's, it's, I believe in relative truths. You and I are separate. That's true. You and I are one. That's true. What vantage point from, yeah. from which are we speaking? Yeah. So it, from one perspective, I believe there is a path to life, meaning you know, my soul created a, a step program for itself. From another perspective, it's all happening in the eternal now. It's you know, my fifth birthday party is happening on another channel. I'm just not tuned into it That past life is a parallel life because it's actually happening in the now Same with your future So it's like actually the future can affect the now the same way the past can affect the now I I believe and so we're very used to the idea of my past affecting You know now um, not so much the future, but when you start to think in, you know, and Einstein has proven, you know, time itself yes. is an illusion. Yes. You know, you shoot me in outer space at light speed, bring me yeah. back a day later. I'm a day older and you've been dead for 20 years or whatever yeah. it is, you yeah. know, there's a difference. Yes. So
0: yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's
1: my thoughts on that whole thing.
0: Yeah. What is your relationship with money?
1: Mm. Mon- money, Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, well, my new book, "The Golden Key: Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance," uh, I, I start off saying, "Look, you may think this book is about how to, you know, a, you know, invest in cryptocurrency or switch <laughs> to Geico and save three hundred dollars a month. It's like money is a form or a symbol, a reflection of abundance, and, and, and it's really just a symbol. And so, it's money is just one." one form of abundance and you know i would say time being the most valuable form if i had to to gauge um but you know health money time um you know wisdom relationships these are all various forms of abundance i believe abundance is our birthright the quintessence of our being the essence of the essence i believe we're one with the abundance that creates and animates all things like literally all of the abundance that i see in the world is like an extension of me. I I am that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so when a lot so many people are caught up in this one relative truth of separation, right? So they can't even fathom that that's actually an extension of them. So when you start switching your narrative and perspective to seeing through this lens, it really it's like my relationship with money has been really interesting. I mean, even sharing that journey with you of yeah. fear of it being taken away and then that mm-hmm. reflected so it's you know, it's been an up and down, up and down thing for me, even my child, you know, he saw times where we were scrounging for, for food, you know, and he's also lived in like, you know, mansions. So he's, he's gotten the contrast of that. So at the end of the day, I think it's, it's, it's a reflection of, you know, I I love the idea when you come holding your bag of sugar to be filled, it will be examined to see how large it is. What do you think you are worth? You know, we're, I believe we're sitting on the back of a whale fishing for minnows oftentimes. Yeah. when and, and so it's just, if I get in touch with the truth of who and what I, the essence of the essence, mm-hmm. the quintessence of my being, money is going to show, is going to be a reflection of that. Mm-hmm. So it's not this thing out there. There is no out there, out there. Yeah. It shows up as a reflection of my internal state. So I, I think that's very encouraging for a lot of people who are struggling. Yes. It's like, ah, the good news is, your only job, the one job we all have to manage our vibration. That is the job. So, and you want more money, you want more, you can't figure out how to get to it. Hey, I didn't have any interest in the travel industry. I knew nothing about it. I I, I was calling in and aligning with the abundance that is my birthright. And the universe brought the conditions. You know, one, one last thing I'll add is I had a guy on my show, Derek Rydell. He talks about this and I, I love the way he puts it is like he calls it the, the law as opposed to the law of attraction he talks about the law of emergence mm. it's already there yeah. it, just like the the acorn you know if you if there's an acorn laying on the ground and a kid takes it and puts it on his you know nightstand it's never going to become the oak tree that is within it mm. that's in its potential give it the right sunlight the right water the right soil guess what it turns into yeah. this incredible, abundant oak tree. Yeah. Now, in that process, the shell cracks, all kinds of crazy growing pains, et cetera, et cetera. But that's what I believe about our abundance. is about creating the right conditions to uh, to manifest more monergy.
0: I love that. I love that. Well, Brandon, it's been amazing on here. How do people connect? Obviously, you have Positive Head. You have your new book coming out here. Where yes. can people grab that? Yep.
1: Yeah, the book actually we just released. And uh, what I've decided to do in an effort to practice what I preach, I I, I like to say, we are, you know, uh, I I call it the good kind of selfish, what I do for you, I do for me. And, uh, and so therefore, how I I believe that the number one way I can contribute to uh, helping us to transition into the planet of paradise, we're meant to 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 be in yeah. and, and coexist in is by helping people to wake up and r- remember the truth of their their abundant birthright. So what I decided to do with that is okay. I'm I have 25 years of this, 1400 episodes on the Positive Head Podcast. Awesome. How do I distill this down into three hours? Actually, my book landed on three hours and eleven minutes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, it, I was so disappointed on one thing, though. I, I, I think Audible or someone like cut off a little bit because it's three ten fifty five now. Uh, but whatever, yeah. it was three eleven exactly. Um, I had my friend add a few seconds to get it there, but yeah. it was like pretty much right there. Yeah. And um, so, uh, what I've decided to do is is gift it, and uh, you know, by sharing the keys to abundance, I know that it's just. Yeah, more will come back to me so that's what i did i allowed you know anyone who wants to do key, so to right? create it yep. yep the golden key and at golden gift, they can then use uh, a gift code to get the audio or ebook you know three hours distilled awesome. you know what took me 25 years to really figure out and um yeah actually i believe you created a code to to, to gift yeah. uh um we did. surrender yep. yes So, so if you guys use the gift code surrender, you can actually download the golden key audio or ebook. And then also you have the opportunity to create your own, if you want to, keep spreading the keep keys spreading. if you're inspired and uh yeah and then i invite people to play a game at the end an abundance manifesting nice. game and all of that jazz so awesome. and and share Great. the abundance from that with everyone 50 percent of that goes back to everyone so it's it really gives me the opportunity to walk the talk and practice what i preach
0: well i love it i know our, our audience definitely loved it as well too so thank you so much for being on here and for sharing it and for giving away your book i know i can't wait to dive into that as well too and again positive head um 1400 episodes of just filled back information so we're super excited to direct people over there as well too too. And thank you so much for being on.
1: Yeah. It's been such a pleasure, Adam. Yes, thank you for all that you do. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all
0: for listening. Hey, if you like this episode of business meets spirituality, make sure to subscribe to this podcast before you go. So you don't miss future episodes or visit our website, adamhergenrother.com. That's H E R G E N R O T H E R to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget, never give up on joy.